Patriots and Packers played today. Tom Brady still get on my nerves. And I got David Bloom in here, man. Let's go. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz Man, you know, it's one of them times, Bloom, where I don't even want to come in here. I don't even want to talk. There's only a few things in sports that legitimately get on my nerves. Hmm. Like, I, I'm a casual viewer. Like, I'm from Pennsylvania, but no allegiance to PA teams. Like, I'm a casual guy. I live out in L.A., so you know I'm a brawn guy. But I don't get in my feelings, hashtag Drake, about nothing except Aaron Rodgers losing to Tom Brady. I'm your host, Evan T. Mack. I'm with the GOAT over to the left, the real GOAT. That's David H. Bloom, man. David, talk, man. Take it away, man. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm salty right now. See, I'm the exact opposite. See, I get in my feelings <laughs> about sports. I don't think you've seen someone so sad more than I was when the Packers lost that NFC Championship game to the Seahawks. Oh. I was in full gear at Universal Studios because they wouldn't let me watch it at home, so I was with my friends. <laughs> I was close to tears. This, Some of the saddest moments of my entire life. It is, oh, I can't even... This game was just, as a Packers fan, hard to watch, especially last one. Every week it feels like we're losing on fumbles. And I know I'm going to say were because I'm going to talk about were because anyone in Packer Nation knows how this feels. We try so hard. We try to put the best team around Aaron Rodgers, and it just gets tough. And to see the narrative of, oh. You already know Monday. You already know the headline. Brady better than Rodgers. You already know it. (laughs) Look, I respect the Patriots. Patriots defense for forcing that fumble on Aaron Jones, but that was the momentum swinger. This game was not a quarterback versus quarterback duel after that, and if Josh Gordon didn't get that touchdown, I looked it up. Aaron Rodgers would have had more passing yards and still has one more passing touchdown than Tom Brady. I still think he's the GOAT. Fight with me in the chat. Oh, yeah, you already know where I'm at with that. Like, listen, they can stop time right now. Like, Aaron Rodgers best quarterback I've ever seen. But look at, okay, Patriots mm-hmm. win 31 to 17 against the Packers. Now, listen, the, now, there's a, there's a couple things going on here. There's a few things going on, David Bloom. Mm-hmm. Part of me is happy because I know who's top of the division in that division. You know what I mean? That Kirk Cousin. You see what I'm saying? That <laughs> Kirk Cousin. That Kirk. Listen, I think, or, or is Chicago up there? Please tell me Chicago's not in that division. Ah, uh, yeah, they are. Are they really? Okay, yeah. listen. So, like, I'm. Yeah. I, it's like a bittersweet thing because I always want Aaron Rodgers to win. Listen, now, Tom Brady, great, great football player. Let me put the disclaimer out there. He's good. No, he's good. He can play. He can play a little bit. Of course. All right. Six-round pick. Forgotten. Nobody can. Blue collar. Humble. I'm like, all right. Enough. We get it. Supermodel wife. TB12 method. Alex Guerrero. (laughs) Like, listen. Damn it. (laughs) I'm so mad right now. But okay, so they so they beat so they beat the Packers. Let me try to actually try to do do my job right now. Hmm. What hmm. what what hmm. what do you mean? What does it mean for the uh, the page the, the Patriots first? Let's start with that. Well, I think it's an exceptional show of their defense. Good it was Lord. really their defense who won this game. And I'm going to tell you that right now. Seventeen points, really. Tom Brady did his job. Yeah. He threw for enough yards and enough touchdowns, mm-hmm. and James White also did his job very well. He's a great, I love, he's a great player. He's a great player. He's played a lot for them in Super Bowls. He scored the game-winning touchdown in 51. I love James White, man. 
really strong, kind of like been on that team for a while. It's really nice to see him do good with Sony Michelle out. I hate to see a guy out like that. I think he's a promising rookie. Yeah. But to see White and I know Burke got out at the beginning of the season, him doing really good is just like I can't. I hate watching the Patriots win, but it it makes me feel good. Even though like two weeks ago, like he's the reason I lost in fantasy. Whatever. But I'll get still. to that way later. Um. But this was the defense. Mm-hmm. In the second half of the game, it was 17-17. The Packers just made a stop. They got the ball back. Aaron Jones, who is... They just traded away Ty Montgomery, if you haven't heard it, to the Ravens to go in that weird backfield of Alex Collins. Weird. Javarius Allen, and now him, it's... That team is in shambles. They don't, in even, they don't, even, they don't even know it. They don't even they, know who's on the roster but at they the are, time. They are. They're in shambles. But... <laughs> So Aaron Jones has been running like a monster this entire game. They've also been giving the ball to Jamal Williams. It's kind of a carousel now, even still with the two. And, you know, shout out to the Patriots. Yeah, you're getting mad, but I got a shout out. Like, Patriots defense, they get that shout out for forcing the fumble. Did that not change the whole game, Changed though? Changed the entire momentum of the game. One turnover, and there really weren't a lot of turnovers in that game. But that one key one when it was tied going back and forth, that kind of ended the game right there. Yeah. Because the Patriots got the ball. And they scored. The Packers had to turn, had not turned it over, but kicked the ball back to the Patriots. Yeah. They went and they got that Josh Gordon touchdown, and it was over from there. And it's the, it's the thing about what we're talking about here. Hmm. You can't. Oh my gosh! You can. You have seventeen points. The Pat, the Patriots have seventeen points. You can't just keep thinking Tom Brady's not going to get one on you. Like you guys, you, listen, man. <laughs> He's eventually going to get one over the top of on course. you. Of course. And it's so it's one of those things where that fumble was so huge, not because like it's the whole game. There's a lot of plays that lose the game, but that's a, that 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 is a huge play to look at because they, you need to go twenty four seventeen there, or at least or twenty seventeen. Mm-hmm. You need that to to give that team something to think about where they change their strategy or they start doing more pass than run or more run than pass and literally just modify it, their way of thinking. Seventeen seventeen, like my father would say, is zero zero. It is. It's not a score. Ties or so the next score wins. The next point wins. So that they needed some points on the board. That fumble was everything. You can't just keep holding Tom Brady seventeen points. Mm-mm. You needed more points. And if you notice, all the big games Aaron Rodgers have played in, most of them they're very back and forth. He thrives on that. I drive, I get a field goal. You drive, you get a field goal. I drive, I get a touchdown. Back and forth. Yeah. Like when he played the Cowboys a couple years ago in the playoffs, and Mason Crosby hit those two. I clutch. still don't know how. He hit those two. Fingers. I was on the floor praying to <laughs> anything and everything I could. That I was religious. I had every religion on my side that day. I'm not even a religious, and I became all of them <laughs> just so way to make that. So, I owe a lot of deities stuff now <laughs> because okay. Mason Crosby hit that field goal. Okay, so okay, so and so now the Packers are three, four, and one, and they are zero and four away. That's that's the that's the problem. So all their games that they have lost, it has been away. The you know Lambo is a fortress, man. I'm telling you right now, you can't win there. You just Mm-mm. you just can't. So like, what does this mean to, to, to the flip side? What do you think this means for the Packers? Before we move on, I want to know what your thoughts are for the Packers. This this listen, there's a lot of football left, man. Uh, let me be clear. A lot of things happen. Injuries happen. This things happen. That that blah blah blah. Aaron Rodgers, though Aaron Rodgers, like I say, he's not wearing the knee brace anymore. Mm-hmm, Therefore, okay. he is getting he's getting back in his bag, so to speak. That that cheese head bag. So, what does this mean for the Packers? Is that is this a wrap? Because they still got to play my man Kirk Cousins. They you know do. What I mean? need to talk about the Packers <laughs> on this show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When yeah. do I get to do that? You see, I'm a benevolent wow. host. Wow. Oh man, let all it go. Right, let it all, all hang right, out. All right. Here's my little analysis for me to do my job. I'm going to be quiet. The Green Bay Packers are at this point where two years ago, 
they had to run the table. Aaron Rodgers gave them all the, the relax, and he said, we're going to run the table. We're going to win every game and run the table. And it started with that Eagles game, and he just continued and continued and continued and brought them all the way, I believe, versus the Falcons where they lost, which was a tough game to watch. But, yes. you know, to bring them all the way there, that was good. That next year, this is this is just, this is like, everyone just take a quick moment of silence real quick. He gets hurt. Broken collarbone. God. I want to get my collarbone. I like, like, bro, take mine, man. I'm like 5'5". Five, five. I don't think that would work. I don't care. I might, might take it. But like, that season for the Packers with Brett Hundley was in shambles. Yep. So now, as a fan or as a viewer, you come back and you're hoping for this season. And you have that amazing comeback win against the Bears to start it off. That tie with Minnesota really was less of a tie and more of a Packers didn't lose. Because they had the lead that entire game, mostly, until Kirk... Her cousin, cousin, your man, Kirk, came back, <laughs> stormed, and eventually tied that game up. Yeah, and that was two missed field goals by I think Raiders kicker now Carlson, and that was really Minnesota's game to tie, yes. aka lose. Yes, but the Packers, I know they also missed that field goal from Mason Crosby, and that was really where you kind of saw their season. They yep. couldn't really hold the lead, and oh. they've always had that problem. And mainly what it is is they have a lot of offensive line problems. You know, because listen. First of all. Because they're always like, because what they do is, and this is part Aaron Rodgers' fault too. Yeah, I can blame the GOAT. It's fine. Listen, mm-hmm. I can blame him. He's, he's like, I like to break contain, and I, I like to do it on my own. Well, and I can throw off the back foot, my tiptoe. I can do a plie, and like a triple sound cow, and I can scramble, and I can throw a dime and a touch. I know part of that. So, like, so they, so what they, so what that, what I'm trying to say in a roundabout way is they don't focus that hard on the O line. No, they, they just don't. don't, bro. They don't. They don't show up because like Aaron Rodgers can take care of it, and for the most part, he can though. But he shouldn't have to. Absolutely, that's the difference between you, the Patriots and the Packers. You should be able to sit in the pocket because let me tell you right now. Mm-hmm. Tom Brady sat in the pocket, baked the cake, did a couple TB12 plyometric exercises, Lord called Giselle on the phone, like, yo, baby, I'll be home in a little bit, man. Let's put the roast some chestnuts on the open fire. And then he threw the phone to Josh Gordon. <laughs> Bro, when you have that kind of confidence in your offensive line, no disrespect, but you can do a lot. Mm-hmm. Listen, man, your boy, your boy Aaron Rodgers is always doing like the two-step, the cha-cha slide, he the hustle. He shouldn't have to, though. He's always disco dancing in the pocket. With an offensive line that's actually good and is going to keep contained, yeah. you should be able to sit in that pocket pocket but Aaron Rodgers has to break it so many times that he's throwing the ball away a lot and they're not putting enough I mean Devontae Adams and Randall Cobb are good but I like the the new guy I like the new guy the Mm -hmm. 83 who's that cat um shoot I want to say the cat he's bad I like yeah yeah yeah. uh chat bro hook me up man because I'm bad I should have been ready for that or something he is that kid he's on his way mm I like him. Well, the Packers have this amazing ability to utilize these young guys. They've done it before with Jeff Janis. Yeah. Where do you think Geronimo Allison and Devontae Adams came from? I like him, too. Out of nowhere. And Allison was out for this game, but they really come out of nowhere. And Aaron Rodgers has this amazing ability to get guys involved. Aaron, Ro- Aaron Jones excuse me, and Jamal Williams both came out of nowhere and Ty Montgomery. Yes. He was a wide receiver until they made him a running back because Eddie Lacy was gone and they needed someone. Eddie Lacy. But the Packers are kind of at this point in their season where they almost have to have that run that ta- run the table mentality again. Seven, seven and two somehow already have five games at home. They exactly. Like, they like live in Foxborough. Mm-hmm. I'm a firm believer, and they play every they play sixteen games in Foxborough. The Packers really got to 
they're what three four and one that tie almost can be chalked up as a loss too. Cause, exactly because ties usually hurt they can go both ways but it usually hurts you in the it end. Us- yeah it usually one team could have won then they tied one team's like at least we didn't lose the Packers were not that at least we didn't lose the Packers were we should have won this game yeah and for their season going forward I think they need to rely a lot more on the run, and I know there were fumbles, but Aaron Rodgers is the type of player to scramble out and throw on first downs. Mm-hmm. the pass-first team, mm-hmm. that kind of offense, but I think they need to f- free Aaron Jones still. I think Jamal Williams does his part in the little uh, red zone run game. Anybody can fumble, though, Bloom. I'm, 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 I'm being hard on him, That's but anybody true. can fumble. Because he fumbled after like a nine-yard game, it's, man. It's okay to fumble. You can fumble. You're, it's just crucial. To, it's, like it's, when, yeah. it's when you fumble. You see what I'm saying? Exactly. He, he does that fumble in the first quarter, like at their own 10, and it is what it is. Then, okay, cool. But that that's a crucial fumble, man. It's a crucial fumble. But going forward for this Packers team, they really got to have that same mentality two years ago. They got to yeah. get on their stuff. Aaron Rodgers has to be just a little more pinpoint with his passes because he's getting it to the receivers, but the pressure just it collapses and the pocket collapses sooner than it should. And it's really about that line. Mm-hmm. And I know they've had a lot of line injuries. They've had a lot of trades from that line. And every single time I watch the game, it seems like David Bakhtiari is getting a holding call. And I don't know why, mm-hmm. but it's been like that for years. Years. Shout out. Like, yo, Bakhtiari, stop squeezing. Eh. Stop, stop caressing. Stop slow dancing with these it. guys. Just like hide the <laughs> hole. Like, just grab. Bro, get up underneath them. Like, that hole. Listen, the, I can't. Who am I to tell a professional athlete what to do? Hey, when I used to play uh, elementary school football, our coach told us how to hold. Yo, shout out to elementary school David Bloom, coach. Hey, hey, Matt, if you're watching, <laughs> Coach Matt. With that being said, okay, 31 17, the Pats over the GOAT, Aaron Rodgers. Good but choice. man, listen, uh, shout out to all these after buzzers, man. Our, our network produces after show for nearly all your favorite TV shows from dramas, TV, reality, sci-fi, and more. There's no mm-hmm. network that works harder to serve television fans, but now we need your help. We're asking you that you please subscribe to one or more of our YouTube channels. By subscribing to our channel, YouTube will suggest content that is tailor-made for you and help AfterBuzz continue to grow. And if you worry about those pesky notifications, don't be because they're optional, so hit that subscribe button now for this channel and check out our other AfterBuzz YouTube channels as well. Let us know you did so in the comments, and we'll thank you on air. For now, thanks for being the best fans and helping us be the ESPN of TV Talk. Shout out to Haywood Wong, even though he's always on my case. Jerry Cole, uh, Bosa, my man, uh, Dan, Jay Will, um, Johan Pena, the whole crew is in the chat. It is popping right now. Popping? Yeah, man, I appreciate y'all, man, for real. Um, Good for that. So, we gonna hey. move on. We gonna move week. on. Oh, uh, hmm. um, we gonna move on to the Saints Ooh, versus the Rams. Like free. I said, me and Bloom have a limited time, so we try to get to the games that, that, that tickle our fancy. That 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 keep us up at night. See what I'm saying? We were talking about this now. Damn it, I'm here to tell you. Hmm. The Saints are your NFC representatives hmm. going for, it's a wrap, bro. Let them know. And you know I'm all about Kirk Cousins, man. You know in a perfect world, I got Kirk Cousins winning eight Super Bowls. Okay, calm silence down. all silence all I will not calm down there. Calm down. As, a, pa- as a Packers fan, <laughs> I can't just let you sit here and insinuate. If you leave the Vikings, sure. But I can't let you insinuate the Vikings who are a mainly even defensive-minded team. Kirk Cousins has lost me many a fantasy bouts this year. You know what I'm saying? Kirk Cousins. Okay, so listen. Okay. The Saints oh, win. Yeah. They topple the Rams 45 to 35. 7-1, 3-1 uh, one at home. I think their first loss. I think they lost to Tampa Bay at home, which is weird because mm-hmm. Tampa, Bay, Tampa Bay put it on them. But um, with that a little, was, little bit of Fitz magic, you know. In the early. Aids, um, okay. Hmm. So. Analyze. All right. 
Let me put on, let me put on my analytical hat. Ooh, think real quick here. Think let me, uh, think let, me uh, let me prod you, David Bloom. Mm-hmm. The Sage are unbeatable, man. Yes, they are. They're he's unbeatable. Very, he's very right. That was that was my technical analysis. They're unbeatable. It's the what? Rams found their match, and this game Boy, was a, this game was essentially who is the best team in the NFC right now? Period. And the Saints looked at the undefeated Rams and said, "We are." Alvin Kamara, and okay, everyone's got to stop acting like this game too is as like. It's a closer game. The only reason why the score is what it is is that late Michael Thomas touchdown. Oh, my goodness. remind you, got 200-plus yards, a franchise all-time record for the Saints, and a touchdown. That is, if you can have a guy like that who can really catch anything, Michael Thomas is a special type of player, one of the most consistent we've seen in a long time. Do that, as well as Alvin Kamara scoring touchdowns. You got Mark Ingram doing good things. You can go to anyone on that field, even Taysom Hill. Don't don't get me started. On I that don't guy. even want to get you what's started. Good, so what's the listen, man? First of all, shout out! I'm drinking this lovely uptime. Y'all see what I'm sipping on? That's mm-hmm. why I'm all amped up, man. See, mine's in a cup. Y'all need We're to go ahead and get that uptime at y'all local store, man. Y'all can get it anywhere, any store. Seven it's eleven. Good, it's it's delicious. But let me tell you Should something. Let me tell you something right mm-hmm. now, man. Mm-hmm. If y'all are watching these highlights, man, all this is this is like a four minute highlight of Drew Brees throwing touchdowns. Yep, that's because what this is. He can because he gets enough pocket time. I know you're thinking this might be the game highlights for four minutes. No, this is just touchdown highlights. Uh huh. This is ridiculous. Because what he can do is he has receivers and running backs too. Alvin Kamara is not really a power back, He's but he has f- enough power as a speed back to run the ball. But he is in, involved in the pass game. He is a monster. Like not a lot of running backs in the league, and the fact that they can get him on short little routes and he can go pass and he actually has hands. That's really That's key big. for a running back, and he still can run out of the backfield. And when you got a back like Mark Ingram, you're set. They run their routes, too. Yeah. Notice, all the receivers on the Saints run their routes, and that's so important for a guy like Drew Brees, who is one of the greatest of all time. You better believe it. Can place it anywhere, but it's about... If you have receivers that are dedicated to run their routes and do their part, and Michael Thomas knows, okay, maybe I'm not going to get the ball every single time... It'll probably go to Alvin Kamara most of the but time. He, but he's the reason why they let go of Cooks. Exactly. That's how much confidence they had in exactly. Thomas. They didn't even need Brandon Cooks because they had confidence in Thomas and Kamara. Didn't need, didn't need Peterson. Mm-hmm. Didn't need Cooks. So listen, okay. So you got this team here, and, and then I think Troy Eggman pointed it out very astutely. He was mm-hmm. saying the Rams have never faced a team with like a rush. No, they haven't. There hasn't been a team. Like a rushing like, attack. They got really close to losing versus the Packers, but Man. what's the Packers rushing attack? Aaron Jones, Jamal Williams, that's nothing like Kamara and Ingram. And they just come nothing. at you in the really well. And, and it's also it's one of those things where like it's it's they figured they did it. They had a good scheme against Gurley. And that's mm-hmm. that was the key, because Gurley can do it all. He really can. Kamara's like diet, like he's like a smaller version of Gurley. He's, he's a less strong Gurley. Yeah, because Gurley's less just, of a power he's just a strong guy. You he know can what I mean? Truck anyone, but they really when you can find a solution for Gurley, and that solution is it's not holding him completely. Correctly. It's just holding him enough yeah. so your offense can take care of it. And there's not a lot of offenses in the league that can really outscore Todd Gurley's prowess, but the Saints are one of them. And And if these two teams meet, it's going to be the Saints taking them over. If they meet here, in the Superdome, I guarantee you the Saints win. That is a 
Prediction right here. I'm going, yeah, I'm calling that with you. I'm just saying it right now. They just they just can't. I'm sorry, y'all. This call me prisoner moment. Mm-hmm. Call me because I watch this game. Listen, you call whatever you want to call it. If, I, if I'm wrong, I'll come out here and say I was wrong. But they ain't beating that team in that dome. No, I want to see it too. Like that's the game that I'm dying for out here. Because I'm see, telling you, because Drew Brees mm. could have been a little sharper today. That's what's scary. That's he, the was thing. Little, he wasn't even sh- he wasn't as sharp as he could be, and they still got the win. And Jared Goff was trying, don't get me wrong, but when you put these two, and I know it's not quarterback versus quarterback, but when it's a barn burner and they're yeah. both slinging, whoever's slinging better is going to win. Yeah. And Drew Brees is clearly better than Jared Goff. I'm so sorry, LA, but, it, sorry. but he is. Come on. Don't it, even pull that stuff. Yeah, me. and it's one of those things. Okay, so the Saints win 45-35. I, I think, just what we're saying, it, whoever gets home field advantage in this, I believe, will win this. I mm-hmm. think if the Saints have to travel to LA, uh, uh, um, the phone. The oh, phone. can we talk about hey, the phone. Can we talk about it? We going because we replay that because that I think is, that's because that's my play of the game. So we are gonna replay that later on. But um, yeah. So yeah, pretty much. What else would you want me to say, man? Same true. We think we said we talked about them last week. We said the Rams real test is when they go against mm-hmm. the Saints. But shout out to the Rams for sticking with it. Yeah. That, so really. That, so so a turnover. So a turnover here. Um, a, a, a possession there. A special teams play here. And then I'm talking about something totally different. So we'll see what happens when it gets closer down to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And, but man, how fun would like Saints versus like the Chiefs be? Oh, that would be for, like a, a Super Bowl. Out. How ridiculous. That, that would be insane. Fans, I don't even know if y'all worthy of that. That's, I don't even know if I, I deserve to see that kind of no, amazing no, no, game. No, 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 no. We should have to like pay <laughs> just to watch it. So and I know I'm completely against paying for sports. I made that whole point last week. But if too. it's Patrick Mahomes versus Drew Brees. Oh my God! You you got to charge. People. I need to see. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm getting ahead of myself. Let me let me move on. Um, yeah, Carolina beats Tampa Bay, forty two twenty eight. I'm gonna kind of go quickly go through that. Go uh, for it. Watch out for Carolina though. I'm yeah, gonna just say we're that. Talking They're about sneaky. that. See, Cam Newton and Christian McCaffrey. It, but it's also I'm telling. I was saying it. I wish we had the show earlier because I, I put it out there. I said when he got Norv. Norv is going to get the ball out of his hands quicker. He's mm-hmm. going to take less. As he's play, he's calling plays for Cam. First time he's ever been with Norv. So he's getting the, the ball out of his hands quicker. He's using. He's teaching him. It's okay to check down. He's getting hit less. People need to understand something here. North Turtle is literally changing the way Cam is playing the game. And Cam is learning in his older age that he can't keep taking these shots. So, as you can see, he's the, he's the this is the most efficient he's ever been in his whole career. Because he's not being reckless anymore. Yeah, because Norv's like, yo, it's okay. Dump it off. You, you got this guy from Stanford. He's great. And he's great. And he's he great. He has such a football IQ, and it's amazing to watch that. And then you got guys like, you know, of course, Devin Funches is there, but DJ Moore, yeah, too, yeah. looking real good. And, of course, Greg Olson's back on the other old side. Old security blanket. Old security mm-hmm. blanket. Old Greg. He's always nicked, but he's always a gamer. He's always there. Yeah. I love Greg, man. Greg's like, you know, he's like Witten to me. You know what I mean? He's like, he's that security he's ve- blanket. He's very much Witten. And you got, you know, Keekly on the other side of yeah, the ball. We Peppers. Are, we already know. We're talking about the best linebacker in the last decade. Let's be honest, man. It's they like, are. After Ray Lewis, it's like him as far as like the last. Mm-hmm. 10 years. Watch but, out. Yeah, so watch out for them. So Kansas City versus Cleveland. So I just wanted to put a little disclaimer out here, Cleveland, which y'all thought y'all was going to win <laughs> against the Chiefs after you fired your coach, coach and your coordinator. Listen, uh, I appreciate the firing thinking it's going to change stuff, but let me put this out here. I get tired of GMs firing coaches in the middle of the season in the NFL. You will never win. No. Just let them finish out the yes. season, see what they can do, and I think he should have been fired last year. That, don't it, get me wrong. See, that's what that, that I'm so glad you said that because mm-hmm. so you don't fire him with a terrible record, but you fire him with a better record. You got two wins and a tie, and you fire him. I think someone in there. Kinda, Amen. Here. Well, because you got players like Josh Gordon, like get me the hell out of here, <laughs> really. And Baker Mayfield is actually playing. He's pretty good. It's not his. his, his, He's learning on the job, and he listen. God bless him. He's playing for Cleveland. You can say whatever you want to say, man. The franchise is just in disarray. They are. And can I just please 
give a nice little like good job actually proud of you to Nick Chubb yeah like he's taking the role that Carlos Hyde left to go to Jacksonville and he's showing up and Duke Johnson Jr. is a little bit more in the passing game yeah but, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, with uh, two touchdowns today but Nick Chubb is just I like him. He, I like him as a back. I think Cleveland's always had that nice kind of back presence with you know Crowell and Johnson just and not, Hyde. Just they not just, good enough pieces around them. Let's put it like this: the Browns should be okay. I know everyone always thinks. Listen, coaches are never the reason until no. you start losing. No, 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 no. When no, you no. start losing, okay, now they're the reason why you lose. But when they're beating the brakes off people, they're like, it's it's uh, it's, the, it's the quarterback, it's the running back, it's this. But when you start losing, you start looking for that little scapegoat, and you're like, Hugh uh, Jackson. Well, scapegoating is the worst thing in sports. Because what is Andy Reid the reason why they're winning? Is Ty Lue the reason why Cleveland started off zero and seven? So y'all fired Ty Lue. <laughs> now he's gone. Now he's gone. Y'all still losing. Uh huh. Not the coach, guys, because it's crazy. Because players do have to play. So exactly. my father would always say, like, listen, X's and O's, it's cute. They draw stuff. They inspire people. You can't inspire pro athletes. I'm sorry, man. I'm telling you. You know what inspires them? That check. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, if y'all, anybody's ever played a sport competitively, a, a professional athlete is always motivated. Always. It is such a dream to get to that yes. stage. If you are there, you are playing 100% unless you got some sort of attitude problem. If, if, you, if you polled and asked players around the league in any sport, is it the coach or is it us? They would look at you anonymously and be like, "Yeah, we need to get it together." Of See, course. but so, but they don't say anything. Who, because who's going to say it's my fault? But no one, no. So that's what I'm saying. So I get a little frustrated by that because players know, as as a former player, even at a smaller level, when we sucked, it was us. Mm-hmm. It had nothing to do with my coach in Germany. When we were losing, it was my team around. We were all doing bad. They do the best they can, yeah. and they drop the plays. But if they don't have the players yes. to make those plays. And it's not going to work. Like, if you want to shift over the basketball for a second, I know we got the football right there. Do it, man. You know what? Do it. <laughs> In basketball, you can run the greatest play of all time. Yes. But plays are not for buckets. Plays are to get people open. Wow. You still have to finish. Still got to finish. Still got to hit the layup. Still got to hit the three. Still got to hit the free throw. It's all about the finish. Same with football. Yeah. You can get a person wide open, but you still got to make that accurate throw. Yep. They still got to make the catch. And if Baker Mayfield can't complete a pass to Jarvis Landry, that is not Hugh Jackson's fault. Just like Haywood Wong said, the coach was never GM Dorsey's choice. It, 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 it wasn't. Mm-hmm. And like when when it's when so now like I say the same thing about Gruden last week. So now you got you're gonna get what you want. Now you got everything you wanted. I get to pick my coaching. Exactly. Who I want. Okay, but just don't lose. Just win with the coach. Just and everyone will the, love it. And everyone will love. It. So like, okay, so they win. She's won 37-21. My home still getting on my nerve. You gonna you gonna you really? I told. Listen, that's the MVP. Even less it's Gurley. I'm, I'm I'm done with him. Two twenty two for twenty three for thirty two three seventy five three touchdowns and one interception. Man, listen, Patrick Mahomes has like nine hundred fifteen touchdowns already. Man, this yeah, is no, nine, he's, that's nine hundred fifteen touchdowns. Man, I give accurate numbers. Man. One of those rookies. He's one of the rookies now with the whole new. I think we were talking about this a little off air. Um, all the rule changes now. Rookies will just pop off like Dalvin Cook, Alvin Kamara, Kareem mm, Hunt. Um, interesting. Uh, Deshaun Watson. D. Watt. Mm-hmm. And Patrick Mahomes. And that's all from this year and last year. Take a look. Patrick Mahomes is now doing good because with these old quarterbacks who can stay in the league because of the rule changes, these young quarterbacks thrive. And exactly. Yes, they benefit they benefits them mm-hmm. as and well. And he's got a cannon of an arm, and he's actually a really great quarterback. But Deshaun Watson also last year had a cannon of an arm. Very similar. Reminds me of both of them. I think um, Mahomes has a little bit more weapons with Kelsey and Kareem Hunt and Tyreek Hill and, like, this chair over here he could throw to and get three <laughs> touchdowns. But, like, it's all, they're all benefiting 
from these rule changes and from the lightness and less aggressiveness of football nowadays, it's really a rookie quarterback mm. and old quarterback's game. Y'all, you speaking some real nuanced mm-hmm. stuff right here, David Bloom. That's a lot of technical stuff I'm right getting there. Football, he's getting in, he's getting in the intricacies of the game, man. Uh, mm-hmm. Speaking of D. Watt, the Texans win 1970. Let me tell you who's going to be a pain in the butt. Ooh. The Chargers and the Texans are going uh, going to yep. bother somebody in the playoffs because the Texans mm-hmm. are sneaky six and three, six in a row, though, right? Six in a row. Yep. Now let me tell you something, man. Darn it! And, and the Broncos. What's really interesting about the Broncos is they're that team. I, I was just thinking about it before I came in tonight. They they're they're really good. They really are. They two point loss, one point loss, mm-hmm. three point loss. They're that missed field goal type oh, of team. Oh, and it's really bothers them. They they lost nineteen to seventeen today. The last week before that, they had the Rams on the ropes. It's one of those things, like, and you can blame it on Case. You can blame it on anybody you want to blame it on, but they're just that team. It's that weird year where they their defense is stout and they they make good plays. And Lindsey is amazing, and Sanders is still amazing, and they and 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 it's just one of those. It's not their year this year, Mm-mm. and it's it's and it's unfortunate because they're in that division with the Chargers. And I'm telling you, it's just not happening. Well, watch out for the Chargers too. We'll get to them. Yeah, their game. I'm telling you, they're we. Yeah, that team is a problem, man. Watch we, out for the Chargers. Yeah, let's talk about them right. Right now, the 20, 25 to 17 against the Seattle Seahawks. With that pick six, though, for the defense. Yeah. yeah. You see what I'm saying? It's like the deep man. I don't know, man. This team is. Well, Melvin Gordon, first of all, six is and two, three and one away. Phillip Rivers is going to a little bit more of like old Phillip Rivers time. Love Phillip Rivers. And, I mean, he's just. He's just a reliable quarterback. Love him, though. He's one of those guys where he still might be a Hall of Famer. Uh-huh. He very well could. He's, and I, you could, he could be in the Pro Bowl, and I'd be like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, kind of like an interesting day. 13 for 26, two, uh, 228, two touchdowns. That's pretty good. Um, Russ doing what Russ does. Russ, to me, is never the reason why they lose ever. I'm Mm-mm. sorry. I'm no, just, no, 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 no. He just no. isn't. He just isn't. He's just not. It's just like, it's always going to be something else. Um, 25-17, the Chargers keep finding a way to win. They do, and that's really important in football. People will say, it's not your team, it's just you're winning like close games. None no, of the Chargers are finding their ways to win ball games, and it's really impressive. Coming from a team that, you know, second year in a new city, playing at a tiny stadium with a very, mm. I've been there, intimate feel. It's really, if you live close to Carson, go, please. It's a great Such experience. Such an awesome, awesome place. But, like, they keep finding—they had that win over the Titans really close in London. They had this win. They're having a bunch of really—they've had two losses. Winning. They're winning ball games, and that's behind their run game. Kelvin Benjamin—excuse me, uh, Keenan Allen. Love him. That's his name. Benjamin. is doing really good. They're using all their wideouts. Austin Eckler, like him too. Like, still getting, is still getting it's, it's, snaps. They're like these unsung heroes. And what's very interesting is see this is what's so great about this team is because they keep putting pressure on the Chiefs to keep winning. Mm-hmm. That's they what do. this is about because two losses. Two, and the Chiefs got one. You see what I'm saying? So like they're right at their so, heels. So they're not even really technically wild card yet. Uh-uh. The Chiefs have to keep winning games, and and then and they're gonna have to play the Chargers. It's 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 a very interesting thing shaping up because which would be really weird. And trust me. It's very scary if the Chiefs happen to wild card. Watch out for anybody uh-huh. that got to run up in them on the mm-hmm. first game. Like you, you don't want to see that team first. But like it's, it's one of those things where the, the Chargers are going to be. We we talk about it all the time. So the, the, our our sneaky pro, pro, problem teams are Carolina, um, the Chargers. Uh, who else are we talking Houston. about? Houston. Those those three teams we keep talking about. I think they're going to be a problem for somebody um, later on in the season. But uh, moving on past that, Washington got. Murdered by Atlanta because you never know what Atlanta you're going to mm. get. You Atlanta, know? 
And all, all like you know me, mm. I always talk about Atlanta. I talk bad about Atlanta. I'm sorry, everybody. Shout out to everybody in Atlanta. I don't care. Your team's an underachiever. You wasting my man Julio Jones away. Why don't y'all give him away? Because because he's like my Megatron, and y'all doing y'all making me relive this moment. It's like deja vu. Let my man, let let, let my people go. What is Ooh. wrong? Which but so then what they do? They show up 38 to 14 against Washington. I was just talking about Washington. I'm gonna stop talking about all these teams that I said are sneaky. This it's just one. It's just one game. It's one game. They have a bad game. You know, Adrian Peterson doesn't perform like he normally did. Oh, Alex Smith. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. So they checked the PEDs. They found him, and now he can't take him anymore. I ain't say nothing about PEDs. So they, no, but they found him now. All they I, tested him. They listen, found him, and now he's not using him. Now yo, he's bad, huh? AP, I just want to put the disclaimer out there that I just said, I don't know what's going hey, on. Hey, he heard you. So he's like, look, <laughs> you want to see what happens when I don't take him? Sure. Now you want me to take him? I got nothing to say. Hey, AP, like, no disrespect, man. Like, I know you're not on him. No, him, he's not. He's him, not. He's him, I don't know. But me, like, you're finding. I'm don't messing worry. around. I don't think he is. Hey, I, I don't want them kind of problems, man. Alex Smith had a okay game, but it was really... The Falcons are that team that can show up, and they're really just like... They look like the Falcons, like the, the Super Bowl Falcons. Mm-hmm. 38-14, defense playing well. Defense playing Coleman really well. Coleman was playing like the Coleman that I like him to play yep. like mm-hmm. when well, I had him with, in a freaking fantasy a couple years ago. Well, when Freeman's out, and you got to have guys like Ito Smith and Kevin Coleman play really well, they will play really well. Julio's looking nice. Calvin Ridley, I think, is a little bit more back. Muhammad Sanu. They have weapons. Of course they do. And Matty Ice is Matty Ice. What do, you, what, do you, what do you think about Matt, Matt Ryan? You know, Matty Ice is just this type of player that can show up, but sometimes he'll have these games where he just doesn't, and that's mainly based off of who he plays. He's a very situational quarterback. Mm. Two years ago, we showed up on that MVP. Real interesting. Took them to the Super Bowl. I'm not going to say the score. Not going to relive it for any of the Falcons fans in the chat watching. I yeah, apologize. They, they it's always, hard. They, they all say it's all because Shannon, Shannon, but you you still got to make the throws, though. Mm-hmm. That MVP year, like, with all due respect, like, I know, I get it, he was, the offense was very innovative, but he still got to make the throws, he's, though. He's a very good sit-in-the-pocket type of quarterback. He's accurate with his throws. He is. He just sometimes can make mistakes, so when the Falcons' offense gets going, because their defense isn't amazing, they need their offense to get going, and their defense kind of showed up more today, but they will get into shootouts. Front runners, kind of. Their defense kind of like a front mm-hmm. runner a little bit. And if they can get into shootouts, I believe they can win those games. But when they face a really strong defense, and Washington usually is, they just got ha-ha Clinton, Dip from, Clinton Dix from the Packers. right in. Right in. Thanks for all your service as a Packers fan. Always love you. Yeah, solid player, yeah. Mm-hmm. I like ha-ha. But, like, they threw him right in there. That defense usually looks nice, but everyone has an off day. That's all right. I think they're still making adjustments with that defense, you know, acquiring the new safety. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was really the Falcons' day. They will have those types of days. And, you know, they didn't have a type of day a couple weeks ago versus Steelers. Yeah, That's how it goes. And just like we were talking before, it's all about getting into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And securing one of those playoff spots because records mean nothing. I don't care which is – unless you're unless you a home field advantage person, which I kind of am. Me but too. I just mean just from securing a spot in the playoffs. Seat at you, the table. It's all about the teams you don't want to see in the playoffs. Now, you could run up on that – because you remember, Philly got away with one with the, the they Falcons. They did. They, they squeaked by – like Nick, Nick Foles kind of working at the cobwebs, and he got – Got away with one next thing you know, two best playoff games, Super Bowl game I've ever seen in my life. So, like, it's one of those things where it's who you want to see, matchups, styles, make fights, and so on and so forth. But speaking of a sneaky team, the Steelers won again today, and they're 5 2 1 1. Well, James Conner, excuse yeah, me. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you said that because I'm one of the people that say, Le'Veon Bell, stay home. Yeah, no, no, no. We don't need you anymore. Like, we're done. I, have already, I'm, I'm, I wanted to put that out there on the TV, listen, on the way 
Stay home. You can hold out all you want. You can go on another team. Indianapolis needs you. I would love you go to Indianapolis, but you need to stop holding this team hostage. Let them use James Conner because I think he is a real back. I don't think he's one of those like... Look at this dude! Oh, my God. God. Oh, and, good riddance, bro. And still, they got Antonio Brown, probably the best receiver in football right now. They still got Juju Smith-Schuster. They still got who Big Ben. You know, he had that uh, shoulder injury, mm-hmm. right shoulder, and he was still throwing really well. Zing. He has the index finger on his left, um, a little bit broken, but he's still fine. He's right-handed. Don't worry. So he, got that, he got that far in him, bro. Mm-hmm. He loves Vance McDonald. He really does. Like, he loves him. And Jesse James, too, got that 50-yard reception. But he is not afraid to go to his tight ends. And he has so many options. That Steelers team should be winning ballgames. They should. And, and let's see, look, 24 carries, 107 yards. I think he had, like, 60, 70 yards mm-hmm. catch. And I catch and listen. Connor? Yo, let me on. Stay home. Just stay, stay home, home. Bro. Go to uh, Indianapolis. Come to the Packers. Go to San Francisco. Just they found their guy with James Conner, who's so elusive. He's not even that much of a power back. Nope. And he reminds me of Kamara a lot, the way he works in the pass game and the slip screens and just the you know regular screens. He's such an interesting back. Yeah, and i got to keep it real, man. Really? I, you, I don't like throwing shade at any, any professional athlete, but listen, I'm going to tell you something right now. This is hmm. this the NFL. This, this, this is how it goes. We talked about this before. In the NFL, there are two, there are two contracts that you want to get. Three if you're lucky. There's two t- contracts. It's your rookie deal. The second contract is supposed to be your big payday. That is how the NFL is structured. The NBA in the real sports world, because that's that's how the real sports should be structured. Uh-huh. They don't have any problems, do they? You're never, never disgruntled. No, cool. no, 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 no. So, like with football, it's the second contract that should be the contract that sets you up for the rest of your life. If you're lucky, you get a veteran contract, your third contract, if you last long enough. Le'Veon Bell, you need, I mean, let me tell you something, bro. When it comes to this this thing we call football, you can't keep getting suspended. And doing stuff you should. Yeah, people act like Le'Veon Bell like doesn't miss games. Oh my God, no, he gets suspended all the time. I like so. Uh, I'm supposed to give you fifty million dollars, baby. Two, two years ago, but I'm supposed to give you fifty million dollars, then? Yeah, of course. Get, get out of here, uh, man. Of course. I'm not trying to hear. No way trying to hear that, bro. And I like him as a player. You can go somewhere else, though. Listen, I'm I'm a PA guy. They don't need you. Let him go somewhere else. At this point, just free the Steelers. Free the Steelers. Yeah, for real, man. Because listen, bro, you're holding them hostage, man. I need a hostage negotiator right now to negotiate to take over a Le'Veon Bell and ship him somewhere else. Because the Steelers are winning. Remember a couple weeks ago? Oh, they need Le'Veon Bell. Man, mm-hmm. boom, 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 boom. Five, two, and one. Three, and zero, oh, and one, and away. Looking like they're doing okay. They're doing pretty good yeah, with James Conner. Like that's, that's all I'm gonna say. Shout out to James. But man. um, before we wrap this up, like I just want to talk about this. Uh, DJ, can you kick that play of the game for me, man? If I kick it to David Bloom, because let me tell you something, man. I, when I, I was a young whippersnapper, I was about your age, David. Huh. When um, maybe a little tiny bit older. When I oh, I do, I do. I just I was a little tiny bit older. Sorry, but but uh, this thing he does brought me back to Joe Horn because I seen Joe Horn do this and I fell out of my chair because he gets a penalty for doing the Joe Horn celebration. David Blow, I don't know if you've seen this, but watch that. Yo, oh, DJ, no. I've track. seen this. <laughs> this is... I love this so much. I love it. I really do love it. I can't believe you did this. What a- that put me up in fantasy, too, by the way. Thank you, Michael. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me, too. I said, what is it? I said, what's he doing here? You know this is going to be a flag, right? Ready? Ready? No, he didn't. I saw him go for the goalpost, and I'm like, oh my god. Instant flag! <laughs> Instant. They see him grab the phone. You know he planted it there before. He planted it before! See, that's what home field advantage does. Now listen, anybody want to see the original, look up Joe Horn cell phone. It's on YouTube. And I know it is. That and, is it, a... and he recreated it. It's beautiful. Um, why? That's why. Oh my player. god. Really. Man. God, I love Michael Thomas. <laughs> Pay homage to your team's history like Seriously. that. Seriously! Like that. Oh. 
it, that type of homage. Oh my goodness! But amazing. anyways, before we wrap it up, before we head on out, uh, David Bloom, tell the people at home how you did in your fantasy. Right, um, I made and then a deal. On out. I made a deal. Mm-hmm. Ethan, you beat me. Fair and square. Enjoy oh. being two and seven and a Cowboys fan, but you beat me and I'm salty. <laughs> and it feels like everyone has a great week against me. There's some sort of fantasy god out there, and he doesn't like me. I used a, I won last year. All right, I got two losses. I'm fine. I'm chilling. I'm three and six. Mm-hmm. It's hard to win when your opponent has the Bears defense. I'll tell you that right now. Two pick sixes. Two pick sixes. And that's who I'm going against, by the way. He's like Ooh. 33 points. I know. And my league, they have like, what, like 28? I still have Michael Thomas, but you know one of the reasons I took this out? Kirk Cousins. Six Hold point on. nine points. Hold on for a second. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, <laughs> real, let that hit. Hold on, before we wrap this um, show up, um, who is the reason why, what happened? Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins. Second time is the reason I lost. <laughs> Michigan State's finest. Second time. My second game, I lost because of Kirk. But you know what? <laughs> He's going to do his bye week. Um. <laughs> Hey, He's like, hanging out. If, if anyone wants to give me a quarterback, I'm looking. I'm just trying to make the playoffs, y'all. <laughs> I know I won last year, and I know I won my talk earlier. Should I brag? But, like, I'm not even sorry. Chicken's coming I'm home to roost. Not even sorry. So, you like that. Uh, I took the loss, though, man. Like a man. Shout out to just everyone in my league. Just going ham. <laughs> Love you guys. Yeah, with that being said, we're going to wrap it up here on uh, David Bloom. Mm. Tell the lovely people at home, even though you ain't never on it, where they can find you on social media, just in case you grace them with your presence. Just finished the drink, and I didn't spill it. And <laughs> I think it was like Gary Anderson didn't leave the Bills to win against the Pats. Oh, so by the way, oh, 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 before we go, uh, Nathan hmm. Peterman, you are garbage. Garbage. You're garbage. garbage. You're garbage. I, I'm so sorry. Like, listen, I'm tired, ty- David. I'm tired of being a nice guy. Nathan Peterman, you are garbage. You need to get in the film room. You need to check your progressions. You need to check some out. I know you're a professional athlete. I know I'm not. But you need to check your progressions. Get, mm-hmm. get in that film room. What is wrong with him? Anyway, David you can Bloom, find me, <laughs> David H. Bloom, Instagram, Twitter. I promise I'll post. I just got some great post-worthy photos. I had a nice little photo shoot with my girlfriend because she's an AP photo and she needs me as a model. Oh, snap. And we still good. Dang, they still good. We yo. still good. Hey, I'm going to hit you up next week. Uh, we're going to hit a little bit of a milestone. She need to, she need to guest host on this show. Bring her in here. <laughs> so I can, so we can, so I can hey, shout her. out to her. Shout out to... Everyone watching in the chat holding oh, it down. Oh, appreciate y'all, man. Where can they find y'all? Um, Evan T. Mac, Instagram, and Twitter. Yo, Nate the Peterman. Get in the film room. Woo. I'll see y'all later, man. Tony, I appreciate you, man. DJ Tony, Tao. Peace. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 